Welcome to the Instagram Stories Weekend Edition. I'm your host, Daniel Hill. First, I'm going to start with the bad news, okay? There was that Wired interview with CEO of TikTok, Sho Chu. I reached out to the journalist who did the interview, and I asked them if there was any audio clip that I could use to play on this show to share with you. The journalist got back to me to say that there is no audio that they can share, unfortunately. Not sure of the reason why. I tried. That's my point. And it's actually nice when you get a response from someone when you ask a question. That That is really good. I feel like a lot of times you just send emails or DMs and they just go into the who knows world and you never get a response. So at least I got that. Now let's get into the news. There's a new Pew Research study which explains about TikTok's behavior by adults in the United States, which I think is really important. I'll just say the highlights of this research study first Half of adult TikTok users in the U.S. have never posted a video themselves. And also, a minority of users on TikTok, a small amount, produce the vast majority of the content that's on TikTok. Those are the biggest key takeaways. The typical TikTok user posts seldom, if ever. The typical user has not added any information to the bio field on their account. And as I mentioned, half of U.S. adults have never posted a video themselves. A small share of users are responsible for producing the majority of content on TikTok. The top 25% of adults on TikTok, by posting volume, produce 98% of all publicly accessible videos from the group of United States TikTokers. That is fascinating. So most people who use the app are never posting, and the core group of people that are, are doing most of the work. There are a couple of other key highlights in this. TikTok users are more likely to find their For You page interesting. Now, that's in comparison to their following page. I've long said that TikTok's following or following accounts on TikTok is not nearly as powerful as the For You page. Having followers is great, but there are a lot of people who I follow who I don't see their content regularly, and that's okay because the For You page is so much better in comparison to the following feed. I will link to this study in the show notes. It has a lot of valuable data that is worth taking a look at. Now let's move on to some Instagram news. Instagram has announced in a blog post that they are expanding Instagram's creator marketplace. If you're not familiar with the creator marketplace, it lets brands and creators connect so that they can do brand partnerships. If you are a creator, once you join the creator marketplace, you can do things like add your favorite brands, help brands discover you, add your branded content interests, manage the opportunities that you get to work with brands by sorting through folders and view opportunities to let brands know that you want to work with them. It's a very good idea as it's a safe Instagram managed way to connect brands and creators. In this blog post, which I will link to in the show notes, Meta is now expanding this creator marketplace to additional countries, including Canada, Australia, New Zealand, the United Kingdom, Japan, India, and Brazil. In addition, Meta is also saying that Chinese export brands will also be able to be invited to connect with creators in countries outside of China. I will link to this blog post so you can read more about it. And of course, you can always access the Instagram creator marketplace inside Meta Business Suite. We are going to take a quick break. When we come back, I'm going to play a clip from one of my favorite YouTubers breaking down Mr. Beast's YouTube strategy. So stick around. And we're back. 
A couple of weeks ago on this show, I talked about how I went to see YouTuber Casey Neistat speak a few months back at the BNH Expo in September in Manhattan. It was at the Jacob Javits Center. He gave an awesome talk. I was in the front row. And I talked about how he explained Mr. B's strategy. And then I sort of explained it in the best way that I could. I recently got a message from a listener who also coincidentally happens to be named Casey asking me for more information about Mr. B's strategy. And I figured it would just make a lot more sense if I played the clip on this show. So I'm going to give a couple of minutes to YouTuber Casey Neistat. If you're not familiar with Casey's work, he does vlogs all over New York City. They're amazing. I love his videos so much. But in this, he talks about his view of YouTube and how he views it as art, but he explains Mr. Beast's strategy. Here's the clip. It's Rick Rubin. You guys know who Rick Rubin is, right? Come on. (laughs) Um, Greatest music producer of all time. This quote from him is, the time for commercial considerations is after the work is complete. And that sentiment is religion for me. And what that means is the only kind of creative endeavors that I choose to do, what I love, the work that speaks to me the most, is the kind of work where you put your head down and you say, how can I tell the best story? How can I, what is this that I'm trying to communicate? How can I do that the best? And then once that's done, once you've achieved that, once the song is laid down, the video is done, your movie's complete, then you say, okay, how do we, how do we actually make money off of this? And that's what I believe in. That's what I subscribe to. That's what I do. That's why I do what I do. And I, when I refer to the conflict that is the Mr. Beastification, what he does is the opposite of that. Um, what he does is the very opposite of that. He has a team of geniuses that break down his videos second by second to break down. When was the peak engagement? Okay, when did we lose engagement? All right, what was happening in that moment? How do we get rid of that? It is this scientific approach to making videos that has worked when it comes to really garnering views and making this incredible business and industry that he has uniquely created. Um, I commend him for that, but that's not why I'm in it at all. And I, I, take such con- I have such conflict with that because it's, it's tough because I, too, want to make a living. Um, views matter. Like anybody who says, like, I don't care what the views are. <laughs> There's two kinds of people in this world, those who care about their views and liars. <laughs> um, it, it hurts when you don't get the views. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it, it is the work that you have to stand by. And it's funny because... Um, I looked this up and I went to print it out, but my printer's broken. I don't really know how to use printers. Um, I'm 42. I've never had a printer that's worked my whole life. <laughs> I just gave up on that technology. But I looked up all of the movies in the last 20, 30 years. It's on Wikipedia. That, that were the highest earners, highest box office earners of the year versus the movies that won the most Academy Awards. Zero correlation. Zero. Meaning that the movies that we appreciate for their artistic contributions to the universe never align with the movies that the most people show up and pay for to see. Like, Transformers can make a zillion dollars. That's that's great. It's not changing anyone's lives. It's not impacting you. So if, if that's what you're attracted to, and if that's why you're in it, God bless. And when I say that, I mean if, if, if views are your goals, if... if to be Mr. Beast and have the wealth and the, the amazing things that he's built and accomplished, that's why you're in it, then God bless. But that's not why I'm in it. And I don't understand that. And that's not for me. 
um, why I'm in it is to make something that I think matters. When I listen to a song and it makes me cry, when I watch a movie and it makes me think, when, when I see a painting and it makes me want to get out of my chair and go make something, like that to me is the most beautiful, virtuous thing that you can do as a creative individual. Um, and that's what I aspire towards. The rest of that interview is definitely worth either watching if you like to watch YouTube or listening to if you are a kind of person who just enjoys listening to audio while you drive. I will link to the entire talk in the show notes so you can check it out. That is going to do it for today's episode. As always, thank you so much for listening. If you have two minutes, I made a video with my friends, which I posted as a reel and a TikTok and a Facebook reel and on my WhatsApp story. Check it out. It's a video that I saw created on TikTok and I wanted to make my own version. So I asked my wife to set up the tripod and the ring light and we got our friends to come over. Anyway, check it out. I would love if you gave a like or a comment. I think you'll enjoy it. That's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to come back on Monday for Mosseri Monday. Where we talk about what the head of Instagram shared on his Ask Me Anything. Have a great weekend and go create some content. Instagram news got you covered. Sometimes even TikTok relevant platforms in the metaverse ahead of the wave without a break or a pit stop. Still waiting for Zuckerberg to give me the big job. Pause. Use trademarks and logos with Insta's permission, of course. If you like the show and you gain some good info, maybe leave a review. It's a type of applause. Just drop me a message if you want to collab. If you got some good content or you want to run ads. At Daniel Hill Media is where I am. TikTok, Facebook and Instagram. Oh, hey, thanks for sticking around all the way to the end of the episode. I am working on some new audio settings. Did this episode of the show sound any different to you? I actually have been using Audacity for a long time, but I was recently talking with another podcaster who told me his Audacity settings that he does to his audio after he's done recording an episode. But the best part is, is that it's a macro meaning that I could just set it to run on the audio track after I'm done recording. I don't have to go through individual settings and do a very long process. It does it automatically. Let me know if you think this episode sounds any different to you.